Welcome to Spider-Man and his amazing fans. I'm Bry Guy. I'm Jason. Today's episode, The Return of the Kingpin. All right, Bry Guy, second to last one of the, the Spidey 81. The, the penultimate. penultimate. Yeah. Can, episode. Can you, believe, can you believe we're here 25 episodes in? 25 episodes in. Yeah, yeah. It's... Uh, remarkable to me that because i can I'm, i can remember like 10 12 episodes ago and i don't i can't th- think of which episode that would have been specifically probably something with the um, <laughs> no no with uh the snake man the cowboy guy the sidewinder the sidewinder like well like a <laughs> sidewinder man. i was like Oh, we still have a lot of this show to go. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> but, we were only halfway through it at that point. Yeah, but it, it's kind of uh, it, it's still. It, I mean, it's been going quickly, relatively speaking. And yeah, yeah. I'm I'm uh, honestly like, especially after this episode, I'm a little sad. It's going to be over soon. Yeah, but, yeah, but uh, yeah, but mm-hmm. but many many more things to look forward to. And absolutely, with, you know, I know that you're a fan, and I am too, of Spider-Man and his amazing friends, which is yeah. w- which will be coming up real soon. So correct. There's correct. always there's always a, there's always another train coming to the station, Jason. Don't don't get too sad. We're gonna be we're gonna probably be dead before we get through all of these episodes of Spider-Man. I think you know there are many many years worth right. of episodes of Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Especially when we get into like the 2000s, there's a lot, <laughs> a lot there's of a lot. stuff. Uh, yeah. So we should just, you know, keep rolling, get to it. This is yeah. uh, so the return of the kingpin. You mm-hmm. now you uh, you wanted to grind an axe on the title <laughs> right away. This yeah, you had a problem with the title. Go ahead. I did. I did because I mean we were talking off the air, and you're right. He did appear, albeit briefly, in episode twenty four, but. I felt like that was a Submariner episode, not a Kingpin episode. When I read mm, the title mm-hmm. Return of the Kingpin, I think it's like he he was a main foe of Spider-Man uh-huh, uh-huh. throughout an entire episode, like Doctor Doom was, and he sure. keeps coming back. Sure. Like you know what I mean? It would it would be like if if we got an episode where it was like the return of Mortimer. Like he's not like <laughs> the, the of focal Mortimer. point of, of a show. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I, yeah, I, yeah. I took I took umbrage with it and and they allude to the fact Spider-Man does a few times in this episode, like, oh, Kingpin's back at it again. Oh, Kingpin is up to his old tricks. And we don't uh-huh. have any evidence of that. Sure, so it's like, sure. well, we've talked about writing 101. Show us, don't tell us. Like, yeah, show yeah. us what Kingpin has been doing. Show us his history. Mm-hmm, show mm-hmm. us where, he, where he's been. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I may be splitting hairs. I, I've been accused of being pedantic about very important <laughs> things like Spider-Man <laughs> cartoons. So this could be an example of that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't I, want to talk about a pandemic or an election. I really want to like figure out why it's called the Return of Kingpin. The the important things, Jason. The title is a little. But the thing that I I think it's okay to be called the Return of Kingpin. You know, even though we haven't seen a lot of him, I disagree that There's last in- that last week. <laughs> That last week he wasn't really a big deal. He was the guy last week. He was the villain. But it but it was a Submariner episode. Like, well, sure. I mean, it was you know another what I mean? Marvel yeah. team up. You know, it was like when yeah. Captain America came around. Anyway, so yeah. it, whatever. He gave, but but I will te- I will agree with you that the the title itself, the Return of Kingpin, is not not nearly as descriptive as some of the other titles have been. Right, right. Like like Arsenic and Aunt May. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect example. Perfect example, or, right? Or even The Vulture Has Landed. The Vulture Has it, Landed. It's the introduction of the character. He lands onto our screen, and he, mm-hmm. he literally and figuratively lands 
in our hearts. Right. Like <laughs> literally you know I and mean? figuratively lands in our hearts. <laughs> but even the yeah. Doom episodes, Countdown to Doom, yep, the Doom yep. Report, like the, mm-hmm. I, I will say pretty good titles in this show. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But not not not, not the case one. for me this week. Yeah. 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 Not not a not an exceptional title. I'll I I will grant you that point, my friend. I'm glad we could cross the aisle on that. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, one of the things about this one for me Mm -hmm. is that it was like the first episode that I can remember of this series where that where I wasn't doing one of two things, either sort of mentally telegraphing everything that was going to happen. Oh, I know who that is. Or, uh, oh, this is probably what's going to go on next or else what actually happened in the plot was so inane and stupid that no one could have seen it coming or would have right. wanted to have it happen like, that way. Like you know, Arsenic and Aunt May. Like Arsenic and Aunt May. <laughs> it, so this is, so I was like legit not watching this for this episode to like nitpick it and pull it apart like we like I we often do. I was I, I was just kind of sucked in and enjoying what was going on in this episode. So that's that's the first time that happened for me. Yeah, that you were able to maybe take less notes and just kind of yeah enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. that so that, that was the that was a big thing for me. Yeah, well, I'm happy for you, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> you did not have the same experience, Brian. No, we were we, again. We were talking off the air, and this is probably one of the first times this has happened where I liked an episode significantly less than you did. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and normally, you know, you. you you pick things apart a little bit more and I go, this was amazing. That, that mm-hmm. second to last doom episode is an example of that. Sure. sure. Um, where you, you know, you lobbied and, and showed me the error of my ways <laughs> for right. liking such BS. Um, yeah, but no, this, this one, I, I, I didn't just have problems with um, the, the title, I think, and I don't want to give too much away. I know we want to fill up a whole show talking about it and that's, that's going to be fun, but I felt like in general, the Kingpin was underused mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I, I wanted there to be, and maybe because I've seen Kingpin in comics in Daredevil, which we can talk about um, the sure. show mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and even other iterations of Spider-Man in, in cartoon land, um, the 90s series, he's like a formidable foe against Spider-Man and uh-huh. there's uh-huh. showdown after showdown after showdown between the two of them. Uh-huh. In this one, it was just like a done deal that Kingpin knew that he was stronger than Spider-Man mm-hmm. Um but intellectually he wanted to beat him. And it was like, again, I wanted to see more of the two of them actually come into blows. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Yeah. And maybe it's because they can't show that kind of stuff on the show. Yeah. Kingpin is a rough and tumble kind of guy who's going to punch Spider-Man. Yeah. And punching isn't really allowed in the show. (laughs) Sure. Yeah, no. And and that's a good point. And even the way they portray Kingpin, I mean, they try to, they try to show him as being sort of physically dominant by facing off against these Kung Fu guys. Right. Yeah. And, right. and even when they're doing that, he just he doesn't they don't hit each other. They you know, they, he like has some flying kicks coming at him and he will he'll like dodge and he does like some weird throws and spins yeah. and stuff like Pick that. Pick him up but, by the ankles and twist him a couple of times. Right. But, right. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that I mean, that that could certainly be part of it. And you know what you just said there, I think, speaks to just where our expectations diverged for this one. And sure. And then that led to, you know, the maybe the outcome that we that we wanted like for me what i really enjoyed about this episode was the was the lack of physical confrontation um i just i i felt like i i just i guess i just bought the notion that 
Kingpin is this sort of, I mean, he's, he's this big wig. He, I mean, he's the Kingpin, right? Of, right, of, right. of, the, the, of the criminal, uh, underworld of, of New right. York city. And right. I'm like, you know what? He's got to be pretty savvy and smart to do that. And, mm-hmm. and even though he and Spider-Man didn't share a lot of screen time in this one, he, Spidey was on screen throughout the whole episode with Kingpin's True. surrogates. Like everybody right. he encountered, those people were all working for Kingpin and they were all, the agent and, they, right. yeah, they were all kind of, you know, uh, working Spider-Man throughout the episode. So I, that and I, maybe that was another thing I enjoyed where it was like, usually, usually Spider-Man has, you know, he gets beaten by villains in this mm-hmm. in this show sometimes, right? And it, and it's usually like, you know, they have one or two fights where the villain gets the best of Spider-Man, but you but but Spider-Man kind of always Wins. knows what he can do and 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 right. how to how to win. It's just a matter of kind of timing it all together. In this one, I loved that Spider-Man was like in the dark about what was going on for about fifty percent of this episode. Yeah, yeah, um, he, he got, and that was interesting to me. And he got swindled by the same sort of prank more than once. It Mm -hmm. took him a while to figure out what was going on. And that aspect of it, like going back to what you said about Kingpin, though. Yeah. Was there was there any part of you that wanted to see how Kingpin became Kingpin? Because one thing that's Mm -hmm. been consistent in this series, while we might not get an origin story, Mm -hmm. we at least get kind of like their their rise to power and and Mm -hmm. and talking about their plan. Did you did you miss that we didn't get that for Kingpin? Because I did. No, I didn't. I, I didn't. <laughs> didn't. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I guess I just didn't, I didn't think about that that much, you know, and that makes me think too about, you know, what you said about, uh, like, you know, with regard to the title and, you know, having to see the two of them sort of have a, a history or whatever. I, I just bought that, that there's been times off screen that they've gone at it, you know, and, right. and there, so there are a couple of, there are a couple of points in this episode where they, I, I think there are just mysteriously again, cause usually this show just like leaves so many hanging threads or just oh, yeah. does things that don't right. make sense. The, like the news report with the Walter Cronkite sound alike. Yes. <laughs> and that was the day that was, yeah, <laughs> it's, it was pretty, pretty, pretty spot on. But I thought that news report actually did a lot of work where he was talking about, like how long yeah. Spider-Man had been active in New York City. And it makes sense because, you know, well, I don't know. I, did he say 10 years? 10 years it would did. be a long time. It was. I thought that was a little bit too long because Spider-Man he's, he's is he's in a, college. Is young, exactly. He started when he was 12. <laughs> right, right. That that would be, a, that's that's a little, yeah, that's that's pretty young. But just acknowledging that Spider-Man has this long history of, uh, of uh, being a hero uh, in the city, and then I guess to to my way of thinking, then it also stands to reason if it's been all this time, there's a lot of things Spider-Man has done and a lot of villains he's met that we haven't seen. You yeah, know that that true. he kind of has an established history with. So right, that's right. that's where I that's where I would let my brain buy that angle of it. So you 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 made in your mind, created in your mind enough of an exposition. With the little that we got, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. I wasn't able to. I want to be spoon fed, Jason. <laughs> I I do not, and I yeah, I I don't. I was to, I was going to relate it back to an, uh, the other comic universe. I don't look at Spidey eighty one as Spider Man Year One. 
You know, they're like, this right. is, yeah. <laughs> right. He's, he's, he's had it under his belt for a while. This isn't an origin story. Right. 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 Yeah. And that's the other thing too, is I think I say it every single week, but it feels like we still, I at least still have that mentality when I'm watching a show that I want to be serialized. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. This, this is an episode. I think then if you, if we're going to use your, you know, what you liked about this, where there was a background that we don't really see. This mm-hmm. could have been plopped in anywhere. This could have been episode seven. Oh, eight, sure. Or, or sure. 25. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, and if you, you know, watch them out of order, mm-hmm. I think you, you'd be okay doing that because it's not like TV we get now where it's serialized. For so, sure. For sure. Yeah. That's the other sort of expectation that I think I have to somehow get over for our next, <laughs> our next adventure as it oh, were. Oh man. Yeah. Amazing <laughs> friends. Isn't going to be much different, right? Right. It's, yeah. Right. Well, let's uh, look through and, and see what yeah. kind of stuff we saw just kind of minute to minute and how the, how this goes down. So we start with like a mugging basically right mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. there's a mugging and there's a guy with he's got a briefcase full of jewels and what a great coincidence that these are the guys you know what i mean they're out yeah. mugging and they mm-hmm. just so happen to find a guy that's got a, a fortune a in fortune gems. in gems yeah yeah <laughs> yeah right right and what a great what a great coincidence my first uh, note that i that i made for this one was in that scene, we haven't even seen Spider-Man come in there yet. I was like, oh, this guy who's being held up is definitely working for the Kingpin. Like, mm-hmm. I was just like, well, that's that it's a trap. Yeah. 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 We right. know we know that much. Mm-hmm. Right? right. And it and it for and again, just thinking about how usually I can telegraph these things or I have at least <laughs> a good sense of them. I'm like, oh, well, Spider-Man's probably going to like help this guy. But like he the one being mugged is really the bad guy. You know, and, mm-hmm. and whatever that he's going to get screwed up that way. But uh, but it tur- I mean, later, it turns out all three of them were working for the Kingpin. They are literally just trying to set Spider-Man up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was yeah. all it was all a setup. Even the uh, the fake uh, talent agent. Right. Just right. happened to be at the right place at the right time. Wink, wink. Uh-huh. Was part of the play. Yeah, exactly. To say, boy, you save a fortune in gems and all you get is a thank you. What's you know, wrong with that? What's that? Yeah. What's going on there? Yeah. I did want to mention too that I I think that uh, talent agent Hal Hunter probably shortened his name from Hunterstein, cause <laughs> or Hunterberg, Hunter, Hunterberg, yeah, one of the one yeah of the he he had a definite ethnic look he, and and a and a <laughs> and sound voice. and a sound yeah. <laughs> yeah yes he did he did again um it was 1982 <laughs> things were different everybody <laughs> yeah oh lordy but it but it works you know and and uh, I don't know it was. To me, it was was it believable to you that Spider Man would would kind of come away with some thinky pain from that, going like, oh, "God, you know, they're right. I'm kind of getting the short end of the stick here." And oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. And to not only be not appreciated, but downright hated for what he's been doing, mm-hmm. that I felt kind of fell into the continuity of the show. Sure, and that's one of the threads that I've talked about throughout the episodes is. <laughs> One thing every episode has in common is we effing hate Spider-Man. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> you know, and 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 I was thinking that's actually kind of a good deal. I mean, I knew like you that it was too good to be true, and I was a little bit disappointed at how long it took Spider-Man to figure that out. Uh-huh, but uh-huh. I was thinking it from Spider-Man's perspective. This is kind of you know he's right. I do a lot of things for these people, and what what kind of thanks do I get? You know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. My way of thinking because the next scene we get then is Spider or Peter comes home. And Aunt May is watching the news. The newscaster was just kind of like talking about an editorial. Like I an think. E- yeah, was that all it was? Was yeah, like his two cents about something. Yeah. Okay. All right. And yeah. Peter brings her a 
a birthday gift of talcum powder. <laughs> Yikes. I don't think he knows anything about his aunt. He just went to the drugstore and said, I have an old lady in my life. What do old ladies buy? I have an old lady in my life. <laughs> Here's a thing of talcum powder. <laughs> and before he gives her the talcum powder, he said, there's a commercial on TV for going to Hawaii. And he's like, I bet you'd love to go to Hawaii, wouldn't you? And he said, yeah. And it's my birthday. He's like, cool. Here's some talcum Here's powder. Some talcum powder. <laughs> Like, what a dick. <laughs> to not only oh, to not only get her talcum powder, that's like strike one, but to, to like say, you'd like to go to Hawaii, you wouldn't would you? Like Hawaii. Yeah, you would like that, wouldn't you, you old lady? <laughs> Here, don't chafe. <laughs> or whatever talcum. I'm not at that age yet, but I think that's what talcum powder does. I think that's what it's good for. No, but the the thing is, oh, God, it was, it was pretty funny. But, to, so but the, the, so like, what Aunt, but what Aunt May got Peter for his birthday was the gift of being able to watch an episode of the Avengers. Right. So the, right. Their, their love language is not gift giving, <laughs> is what I'm saying. It's quite true. It's quite, sorry. Go ahead. No, it's all good. No, but you know they're watching this report. The 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 Walter Cronkite guy, he too says you know just comments that it's you know it's a thankless job, but they really appreciate everything Spider Man does. And yeah, it's Aunt May. Sweet. And Aunt May, she says, "Oh, he's a phony." He's a phony. And he's that in he's it for the money. and that he's in it for the money. And yeah, that was that was another just kind of you know subtle thing that they did in this episode that for me made it much more believable that Peter would go out and try to basically make call the talent agent and make money as Spider Man because he's like he's like God, my aunt, you know, st- still doesn't believe in this guy. Like, right. like I'm out here busting my hump. I'm doing yeah. everything I can for her. He he just brought her the the worst birthday gift anyone's ever gotten, and, you know. And she wants yeah. to go to Hawaii, and he's like, "Come on, I gotta be able to do something to make a couple of bucks." And so that yeah. that moment when when Aunt May didn't believe Spider Man was really like as him. good as he uh, seems that uh, that helped me uh, yeah. jump over the next hurdle. Yeah, yeah. You're not you're not sick of Aunt May hating Spider Man yet. <laughs> I'm getting there. Oh, I mean, yeah. We have no, one episode left. But I bet Aunt May's not even real. in the last episode. Wouldn't that be wouldn't that be funny too? What if she died between episodes oh, twenty five and twenty six from talcum talcum powder overdosing? From talcum poisoning. Oh <laughs> gosh. It it's a bad way to go. Yeah, yeah. I mean I had it once, but uh I yeah, you were down oh, for a while, I remember that. It was yeah. just my youth that that managed to pull me through. Yeah. 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 I mean yeah. I was your metabolism was different then. It was. Yeah. It really was back then. Oh gosh. <laughs> so he so he goes over to Hal Hunterstein's or whatever his name is. Um <laughs> yeah. The next day Spidey's like, Yeah, I'll go over there and uh gives him they, they set him up uh on a job uh taking pictures. At an art museum, yeah. at or at an mm-hmm. art gallery, yeah. Uh, now you didn't, you, <laughs> you you didn't like that either. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a laundry list. What else did you hate about it, Brian? Uh, yeah, I, I I felt bad for Spider Man because it was like, as Peter Parker, you know, by day he has to do photography, uh-huh, and then uh-huh. and then he he's Spider Man, a hero trying to save the world or at least the city, and. He goes in to, you know, make money from this talent agent. He's like, we got a job for you. Take pictures. <laughs> I was like, man, this guy can't get your break. And it wasn't like a matter of the writing was too on the nose because it was a uh-huh. little bit on the nose. It was uh-huh. more a matter of I just felt ba- what a sad sack, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. Peter Parker slash Spider-Man is. What if he hates photography by the end of the series? He's just t- 
tired of it. I don't want to see another camera. So see, that that's another thing. Like I, I liked this. I, I liked this in this one where because, well, because he gives it. So he's like, he gives him the camera. He's like, here, just take the take this camera. They want you to take some uh, unique pictures of the statue. Mm-hmm. Peter slash Spidey. He's like. Wow, this is a great camera. You know, like I, it was, it was that was another moment where I was like, right away he's thinking, this was maybe a great idea coming to this coming to this talent guy and like he's like, why I'm really into photography. I this is an amazing camera. I get to go and I and I assume he's making he made more money doing this job than he does selling pictures of Spider Man at the Bugle. Well, and he certainly doesn't have to deal with Triple J's temper. Correct. you know, mm-hmm. really showing in this episode, right? Yeah, he's got yeah. a, he's already got, you know, a better HR department, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, at, uh, it, it was after this scene, right? And the, because they, uh, it basically is revealed, we already knew that Kingpin was behind the, the, uh, the talent agent and that, that whole setup, but we didn't know exactly what his goal was until right. we get this next scene where, Spider-Man drops the camera back off. The talent agent and one of the crooks goes to steal the um right was it the was it the talent agent right. or was it one of the other guys who goes to actually steal guy. the statue? A new person. Yeah. No, you you know right, you're right. It was the talent agent because they're looking at the pictures that Spider-Man took okay. because at this point we're still trying to figure out why Spider-Man had to take pictures. Right. But it's right. to show the the laser lights or or the traps. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And this and so this is what kingpin's really up to is he's basically exploiting spider-man's uh lust for dollars into uh, becoming an accomplice for uh, a series of crimes that kingpin yes. wants to do mm-hmm. and it, and the, like i i just didn't see that development going that way maybe i was right maybe i was just naive in this one i don't know but i know you were i, I don't it. think you were mm-hmm. i might have just been a grouchy man as i was watching and <laughs> i don't know um, but I, I will say that the plan I thought was actually pretty good, and that, kind of that, and kind of on brand for Kingpin too, right? Like it's right. it's complex, it's kind of diabolical. You know, he's using his cronies, he's using the people that work for him to get him what he wants. Yeah, and he's I did, and he's I did using enjoy that. and he's using one of his adversaries and sort of kind of like picking at this weakness that he perceives, right? That mm-hmm. that. Spider-Man might be a little uh, on the on the in dire straits financially, you know. Right. He and wants to act selfishly, and, right? And using that against him, yeah. So mm-hmm. I was like, yes, yeah, I like yeah. that plan. Good plan. It was it was mm-hmm. a good plan. And and now that you mentioned it too, I think that the strength in Kingpin is not only the obvious strength, the mm-hmm. the brute force, but I think knowing how to use people for him. And I think yeah, yeah, we really saw that a lot. Not that this is even near the the quality level or or even the tone uh-huh. but we saw a lot of that aspect of kingpin in the live action netflix daredevil series where oh yeah he's really yeah. good at kind of pulling strings you know and, and, oh, for and getting sure. people for sure. to, to do what he wants to get done for him mm-hmm. you know and and even in in ways where it's not immediately obvious to you the viewer right like right or yeah. to or to the other characters like it it's yeah it, yeah it's it's subtle and and good and boy i really hope that they i hope that they pick that series back up yeah we were talking that about awesome. that off the air mm-hmm. because now so now it's no longer owned by netflix it's back in disney marvel hands yeah right? after netflix canceled it there was like a two-year moratorium on marvel slash disney being able to basically do anything with those characters 
and now it's now it's fully uh, reverted back. And I know the like the Netflix produced uh, Marvel shows are all on Disney Plus now. Um, oh, they are. I yeah, didn't know that. yeah. Okay. So you could okay. like watch. You can go back and watch Daredevil uh, on Disney as well. But you're right. It's like there's kind of two sides of Kingpin that are can be equally compelling, right? The yeah. The 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 sort of cold calculating criminal mastermind and the just brute force um, violent slam yeah guy. slamming yeah. head in the car door mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah that yeah. kind of thing yeah. which Vincent D'Onofrio I think we've talked endlessly about that this Jason but Vincent D'Onofrio was able to show both sides of that in that Daredevil series, really effectively yeah. yeah yeah so great absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, something in the back in this episode now uh, mm-hmm. around this time that was that I thought was awesome. That is that's mostly been something we uh, just you know uh, chuckle about throughout the series. the 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 tirade from uh, Triple J <laughs> when one of the other newspapers has uh, front page pictures of Spider Man, uh, you know, casing the art gallery and. And he he lays into Peter about it and whatever. I was like, wow, that's that sounded like some genuine and le- and like legitimately sort of justifiable anger. Like yeah, like other than yeah. the fact that he's that Jameson is just a dick. I was like, yeah, that's <laughs> you know you gotta you gotta uh, you got an axe to grind here with uh, uh, your guy who usually gets you the pictures of Spider Man every time. Right. The mm-hmm. one thing, the one job, the one job he has, and yeah, he keeps messing yeah. it up. And and if we're looking at continuity here, it's been twenty five episodes. <laughs> Get right. it together, Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah, I, I I did. I made a note that his just his temper was insane. I think yeah. the the mm-hmm. the shortest fuse we've seen so far in the entire run of the series. Yeah, and I, I I don't disagree that it was justified. It just was almost uh to the point of violent yeah <laughs> like yeah it, i mean and betty brant was just kind of slinking in her chair a couple of times when they cut back yeah to her, they did so. yeah you're right you're right and he throws <laughs> those tickets at peter and they you know whatever yeah. they just that was like a good amount of jameson in an episode yeah. of this right like like i think that's one of the weaknesses sometimes when they use that character in this one too much he can't help but because, and I think part of it is because it's a kids' show. He can't help but become a little bit silly and just totally over the top, you right, know. Because if you, if, as, right. if you've got a character who just you know yells and rants all the time, it, eventually note. it's just funny, you know. But exactly right, it's the boy who cried wolf kind of thing. Yeah. Right, right. But if you but if you you know use him a little bit more, I'll say surgically, it can it can be pretty effective. I thought that I thought it was a good scene with uh, with Triple J there. I do agree with that. Um, the, uh, so then the, the, so then the next thing they, uh, the, the Kingpin and his, uh, his crew, uh, trick Spidey into doing is cr- being a courier for a million dollars in cash to yeah. this, um, what was it? They were going, was he going to some show or something like, like that? a game show kind of thing. Is that what it yeah. was? A game show? A live taping of a game show. And they just, they decided to, I don't know how game shows work. I've never been on one. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't think that they have like the million dollars to hand yeah, to someone when yeah, they win it. They don't. And 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 if they do, I don't think they go to the bank that morning and, and make a withdrawal. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so either. <laughs> but this was Spider Man's job. Yeah. He had to take it from the bank to the game show set. Right. Right. And million it in didn't cash. Go well. it no, didn't go well. No. He thought it was going great because he was like, Oh, look at this. 
there there was a there was a uh, bank heist in progress. Mm-hmm. Same two uh, muggers who were in the first yep. scene. Did you notice that they were there again? Yep. I the noticed curl guy. I noticed that Spider Man did not take right. note of that, and I think it's because all criminals just look the same to him. You know, that's like right. Yeah, and, and mm-hmm. he might have some vision blocked with the uh, with the eye specs in the mask. Sure, might be a little sure. harder to see that. But yeah, I, mm-hmm. I made a note of that the first time we saw him at the very beginning of this episode. One of those guys looked like Superman, like he had the jet black hair and the spit curl. Did you notice? Yes, that? I did. Yes, I did. Yeah. You, you know who else had that going on? Who? Squiggy from Laverne and Shirley. R.I.P. R.I.P. Mm. Passed away this last yeah. week. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, you're right. Uh, but yes, you're you're absolutely right. Had the spit curl. Same guys. They they chuck the money out the window and Spider Man recovers it. But they've done the old uh, switcheroo. They switcheroo. kept they kept the million bucks. They sent him with the counterfeit cash. And then I loved the scene too, where the cops stop him in the electrified cage. On oh, the cage. Yeah. And 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 I, I just I. I laughed out loud kind of with delight at the line the line before the commercial break where the cop yes. says to him, you're under arrest for stealing a million dollars, jerk. <laughs> that might be a bit of an understatement. A jerk is like if someone, you know, comes up behind you and smacks the back of your head right, or, you right. know, does the old look at your chest and bop you in the nose thing. That's right. a jerk thing. Million dollars. <laughs> that's that's That's... A little bit light to call someone a jerk yeah. at this point. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I did agree with that. Yeah. I, so I laughed he, at that thing. Yeah. And he wasn't Irish, so that was a win. Right. We, we had a cop right. that was not Irish on the show. I didn't see yeah. any Irish cops in this one. Yeah. No, they must Good have been point. off that week or something. Good point. Yeah, maybe <laughs> they found better voice actors or something. <laughs> but it's a it's another one of those uh, moments, kind of like the a couple weeks back. What which episode was that where? Everybody was angry at Spider-Man. For, it was the Captain America episode. When, it was, yeah. When, like, the whole city kind of turned on him for a hot minute there, and all of a sudden, Spider-Man is a fugitive now. Right. Uh, and this is when it... We're a little bit more than halfway through this episode. This is where Spidey finally figures out he's getting played. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, t- it took him that long, but... He's lamenting to his old buddy, Chris Columbus, and telling him about how <laughs> right. I'm just a... I'm an all-day sucker. <laughs> you know what it's like, Chris. <laughs> you know, I don't I don't quite know what he expected in return to tell this to, you know, the the man who allegedly discovered America. Right. Uh, but there it is. <laughs> it was a, a unique and sort of odd place to have him perch, yeah. no? Like yeah. is that was that a yeah. real statue? Is that a real statue that was in this episode? No idea, and I couldn't I couldn't help but, you know, compare spider-man to a pigeon right sitting on a statue you you and i have both been to new york i think more than once and and seen the and seen the sights i i don't i don't remember any chris columbus statue but maybe i just missed it there is a columbus square okay maybe so maybe maybe that's where we just haven't been or whatever don't know spider-man yeah that's where spider-man goes to do his thinking yeah 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 he was he was (laughs) thinking he was thinking pretty hard up there Maybe yeah, that's maybe that's why we don't know about it. Maybe it's such a quiet place because nobody goes. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> right, I don't right. Know. No one wants to honor the <laughs> Chris Columbus anymore. Even in eighty one, they were like, "Yeah, like, he's had his days." A little, <laughs> little, little much. But yeah, so this is where this is where he figures it out. But then he, uh, but then he still has to. He he kind of has to go back to the talent agent and keep yeah. keep working right because he he knows that he he knows that somehow Hal the 
talent scout is in on it, but he's not exactly sure how. He doesn't piece together that Kingpin is involved until like one of the last scenes of the of the yeah, show. It's like very much towards the end. He gets because mm-hmm. they the uh, they send him out on another job. What it's at the Diamond Exchange, right? Uh, they is send it the Spike Diamond Exchange or to, the clock cleaning. The, the the clock cleaning is at the Diamond Exchange. It's like oh, the clock okay. tower. Okay. It's either like across the street or it's at the at the thing there. Now this is this is where I will say I didn't quite understand what was going on with this uh, with this earthquake alarm. Now I have heard yeah. of an earthquake alarm, mm-hmm. which particularly at like a, a place like a Diamond Exchange, where there's just you know uh, lots and lots of uh, valuable things there it the you know the, the sensors in the building whatever where if there's a if there's a tremor just in case things are gonna like crumble uh, it'll the, it'll just lock stuff down you know it'll like oh. it'll like lock up the know. doors or or whatever okay. uh okay. and and keep keep the building sort of uh secure mm-hmm. what i there there are a few things i haven't really heard of uh a lot of earthquakes in new york yeah <laughs> <laughs> Unless Doctor Doom is involved, maybe Doctor Doom's fault line, you know, is still yeah, there. I mean, finally, I it finally worked. <laughs> it finally worked. <laughs> maybe. So, th- so there's that, and then it, instead of uh, the the alarm going off and sort of causing a panic, which is what Kingpin and his people said was going to happen, it seemed to cause an actual earthquake. <laughs> like, right. Like the camera started shaking, and there was, you know, whatever. And that I I didn't quite get that. All from the clock, right? Like right. He from the clock. That's off a series of events from the clock <clears throat> that Correct. creates an earthquake. Uh, not not a um, a geology guy, Jason. I'll admit it, but I'm uh-huh, pretty sure uh-huh. that earthquakes cannot be created from outside forces. Like I right. can't throw something really hard on the ground <laughs> and create an earthquake. Right? Yeah. No, not that I'm <laughs> yeah. aware of. I think the Just Hulk could it. do that, but you could not. Yeah. The Hulk mm-hmm. or Thor's hammer yeah. would be like the two. <laughs> right. Those would right. be the, those would be the two. The things. majority of earthquakes come from under the surface mm-hmm. of, the, mm-hmm. of the earth. Right. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> I will say that uh, in a point in the in the favor of this one, like just before this this scene where Spider-Man sort of realized what was going on, and but then he goes back to the, his talent agent. I because he he didn't do any you know talking to himself exposition i was wondering exactly how spider-man was going to go about figuring everything out and Mm -hmm. uh i don't know that he did until he saw that familiar car pull up and then the kingpin had his had his uh sunroof open and so he spotted the the top of his shiny bald head uh, from way way up on the clock tower. Um, yes. Do, was yep. he just winging it at that point and thinking, well, maybe I'll maybe I'll see something I recognize here. Well, that was part of my problem with this episode, Jason, mm-hmm. is I really didn't know. I didn't know yeah, what yeah. Spider Man was in on it at this point. It felt a little bit unclear, and yeah. this was kind of yeah. the crux of the episode. Sure. So I, I'll be honest. That's what kind of bothered me was mm-hmm. it was not it was not well written <laughs> in gotcha. that sense. Yeah. No, that's maybe fair. Me too unfair i don't know that no that's fair that's fair i yeah i just didn't i did not know for certain what spidey's plan was and and how he was gonna sort of get the best of uh his opponent for this week so yeah yeah but but he does he he does spot the car he spots kingpin uh he he follows them and then uh they have a there's a little bit of a showdown with cronies in the parking garage there there's a sequence after spider-man uh, takes care of those guys 
there's a sequence where he's climbing up the elevator shaft up the cable. Yes. Mm-hmm. I just noticed that that was like a new animation sequence that we hadn't seen previously. Like just the way his the way his body was moving up the cable, and there, he did a couple of kind of unique swings uh, in and out of the elevator that I hadn't seen before. That I thought, oh, that's just you know kind of surprising with this second to last episode that they're that they were peppering in some new stuff. You know, because they re- they re- obviously oh, recycle loads of of right. sequences where he's doing spidery things. Yeah. yeah. D- so, so the animation, they're kind of doing this, but did you feel with the writing too, a lot of this is just kind of throwing Rinse stuff on the repeat? wall? And what, no, oh. like actually throwing stuff on the wall and seeing what sticks. Like, I feel like this sure. this episode kind of swung for the fences in a lot of ways. And mm-hmm. as much as we didn't like the Arsenic and Aunt May episode, that episode did too. Like, I just sure. feel like maybe the writers, pardon the pun, saw the writing on the wall. <laughs> sure. Maybe the animators did too. And they were just like, let's just see what happens. I, did you, yeah. Are you getting that vibe at all or? Is that... I, I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I hadn't thought about it that way, but it makes sense. It certainly could be. I mean, you, you can you can say without a doubt that it it feels often like they're just going with whatever whatever feels like it might work, right? <laughs> you know, right. A, on any yeah. given on any given week. And yeah, it, th- sometimes they fail spectacularly, and sometimes right. things go okay. Um, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah. The, but then Spider Man gets to the showdown with Kingpin, which you have been wanting for this entire episode. Yeah. Now we're at about eighteen minutes in, and we're getting it right. It's it's I, even later than that. I think it's about we're we're at about twenty one minutes. Wow. There's about there's about eighty seconds left. Yeah. Yeah. Lots got to happen <laughs> in eighty seconds. <laughs> but so the first thing that happened, uh, Kingpin is there with his eight kung fu masters. And he's <laughs> yes. like, we're going to take you on one at a time. I'll just point back to this again as a point that I liked just in terms of the way it characterized the Kingpin. Kingpin, a number of times in this episode, acknowledges that he knows he is smarter than Spider-Man and more resourceful than Spider-Man, but he he sort of... He, he sort of has fun messing with Spider-Man and trying to trying to get the best of him. And so the the notion that he'd be like, oh, we'll just take you on one at a time that to me, that feeds into that whole idea that, well, I I'm not just wanting to dominate you, Spider-Man. I I'm trying to I I'm also trying to enjoy myself a little bit, you know, and make it make it challenging for me uh, because right. I could like, just beat you into submission. Like yeah. he likes the cat and mouse aspect of it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's more fun to play with your prey before you eat them, kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. And you like that, and and I guess I didn't think of it, but mm-hmm. I, it's a good it's a good observation. Uh, the the Spider Man ends up taking on all the Kung Fu guys at once. Mm-hmm. With web. Right. <laughs> right. And there's that defeats Kung Fu. There's a moment web greater than Kung Fu. There's a moment there. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed it where after he he webs all of them, you know, because they they have obviously they pile on as Kung Fu guys tend to do. They just yeah. all pile on a guy at one time like a yeah, rugby match. Chaos is yeah. Kung Fu, right? <laughs> There's one thing that's Kung Fu related. It's chaos. <laughs> And Spider-Man squirks out and he webs all of them. And there's there's a there's a moment there where the, all their voices are like, they're just like all on top of each other. It's just very, very ridiculous. Um, Spider-Man says my second favorite thing that gets spoken in this episode after stealing a million dollars, jerk. It's when 
it's when he says something to Kingpin like, all right, let's go, Chubbo. Yeah, he calls him Chubbo. <laughs> I was like, Chubbo, that's great. Yeah, I know. Hitting below the belt. Like, if yeah. all else fails, just make fun of someone's weight. Right. <laughs> I can finally say what I've always wanted to say to you, Chubbo. <laughs> Again, it was the 80s. Making fun of people's weight was completely inbounds. Oh, yeah. 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 In, in 82, that might have been the peak year for fat jokes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Understanding that you wanted to see more of the physical confrontation between these two characters, were you satisfied with the fight that they did have? I was. And yeah. I was happy to see it. And, mm-hmm. and I, I was happy that it had led up to a showdown because any good hero villain story it's going to end in a really good showdown and yeah, it wasn't yeah. you know like avengers endgame level sure. by any means uh-huh. but it was it was satisfying and i was happy to see it i just i could have watched 20 more episodes of the two of them on, sure. on screen together you know and, yeah, and plotting yeah. ways against each other is is my main beef here yeah yeah i can dig it i really liked the fall down the elevator shaft uh oh yeah and, and like <laughs> Spider, I mean, and Spider-Man kind of trips over or he w- he was about to trip over the barbells and Kingpin, Kingpin basically like just Doesn't like lift them up and move bull them. rushes him or something like that and knocks him into the elevator shaft. They mm-hmm. both go tumbling down. Spider-Man uh, webs a net uh, and then webs Watch Kingpin King in the, the shaft and, and leaves him behind. That sounds um, so dirty. Sorry, webs kingpin in the shaft. <laughs> webs him right in the shaft. Right in the shaft with his web. Just leaves him, leaves him high and dry in the shaft. And then, and then, uh, Spider Man gets, uh, he gets rewards from all the places that had been uh, heisted, except for the Diamond Exchange, where they're like, uh, "Yeah, you broke their clock, and you owe them a lot of money." And he and gives doesn't him. Doesn't he say like, "How about I give you half?" And they're like, "That's fine." Yeah, they, they're like, "Yeah, we'll take half." But then he does right. send. But then with the rest of the money, he sends Aunt May to Hawaii. I did enjoy that. Yeah, I thought that yeah. was probably the best closure for mm-hmm. an Aunt May story of the series run. Sure, there was an A and then there was a B. Yep. you know what I mean. And yep. and it really joined nicely. Uh-huh. I, uh-huh. More than anything I've seen with Aunt May, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I think you said they nailed it too. I That's yeah, I felt. thought I thought that they nailed it. Yeah, it, yeah. very yep. very good, uh, very good way to do that. Um, and- Make sure you you pack your talcum powder. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You're going to get sweaty down there, Aunt May. <laughs> it's warm in Hawaii it, this time of year. It's warm. That's salty air. It's going to yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah. You might do some horseback riding. Just be prepared. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So I, you know how I felt about this one. I did. I, the, the couple of flaws that uh, I saw, particularly around just Spider-Man's reasoning things out and that uh, that clock tower earthquake thing mm-hmm. those were the biggest things for me other other stuff I really I really enjoyed it I have n- probably not just been able to sit back and uh been legitimately carried through one of these yeah so yeah yeah, yeah I, I I really liked it I, it sounds to me like you felt about this episode the way I did about the incredible shrinking Spider-Man, where I was hard pressed to be making notes because I was just enjoying the heck out of what I was seeing. Sure, sure, yeah. Now yeah. combine those two episodes where mm-hmm. we shrink down Kingpin. Shrink down. Now we're Kingpin. on something. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, you would just be a prince pin at that point, right? <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. What's your What's your rating on this one, Braga? You You told uh, me in the preview rating you gave you you said two and a half. Did I talk you into anything higher than two and a half? 
not this week. I'm sorry. I'm no. going to stick with two and a half because I really, I kind of feel like the way you felt about the Sandman episode is how I uh-huh. felt about this episode, Jason, because okay. I had expectations. Yeah. And I know sometimes expectations when they don't meet, meet reality are your true enemy. I get it. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. especially because we saw Kingpin and the way he was animated in the last episode, uh-huh. I had high hopes. Gotcha. So, yeah. Gotcha. All right. Two and a half All right. for me. Yep. I give it four and a half. I loved it. Wow. I loved it. I this was so this is your favorite episode so far. This is I thought this was the best episode of the series. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That is I mean, I'm happy for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. I'm glad you and, and I mean at least I didn't hate it. And I yeah. I yeah. I you know, that would be interesting if I did. This was <laughs> to me not the worst episode of the series. That still is gonna go to Arsenic and Aunt May, I think. But, yeah, yeah. Um, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, very interesting. I might mm-hmm. have to rewatch this with a different lens. <laughs> maybe so. Maybe so. Yeah. You know, and it, maybe I was. We we often say when we poo poo these. Maybe I was in a bad mood. Maybe I was just in a good mood. I don't You're know. Good, I you had a four eight hours of sleep. You were yeah. I I rarely oh, am I, in a great mood, but maybe I was in a good mood. I don't I don't know. Take it, man. You nope. need it in twenty twenty. Four four and a half spiders. I I'm sorry we don't get a chance to see more kingpin. And Spider-Man in this in this sort of time frame, you know, because mm-hmm. Amazing Friends has no kingpin. Um, so, right. but uh, but I did yeah. want to talk a little bit about how he will appear later because he does he is a formidable foe, like I said in the um, '90s Spider-Man. And sure, mm-hmm. I always assumed he was a Daredevil villain first, but his first appearance was in Amazing Spider-Man number fifty no from kidding. 1967. So he's he's an old school uh, Spider-Man villain. Yeah, wow, he was he was not first a daredevil guy huh no Holy no cow. He, he first appeared in spider-man yeah very so, interesting okay yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i had no so idea there you go. had no idea yeah. it, it's loads of fun um we're gonna we got we only have one episode left yeah under the wizard spell next week under where the I think wizard we get, spell we get the wizard and medusa i'll be totally honest with you i think we're gonna uh, I think we're going to be let down considerably by next week's I so episode. I think, I think it's going to be pretty forgettable. Um, yeah, and I think when you bring Greek mythology into a comic book universe, yeah, it could spell disaster. And why would we expect any more or less in this yeah, series? Yeah, but in <laughs> but in addition to the uh, reviewing the thing, we're we're gotta we're gonna have to back out next week yeah. and and take a just to reflect on the series as a whole so look forward to that yeah. as well i i'm we'll be giving out, we'll be giving out some awards next week yeah I'm looking yeah forward to that. yeah and you know what you faithful listener pat yourselves on the back because you've made it all the almost all the way through spidey 81 we'll see you next week to finish up and i'll see you brian thanks for listening to spider-man and his amazing fans please rate review and subscribe on apple podcast spotify or your favorite app follow us on twitter at bko radio and like the show on facebook you can reach us by email spideyfanspodcast at gmail.com most importantly if you enjoyed it share with a friend 